and the, the bartender says, what's a rusty nail? Seriously? What? Oh. From approximately coast to coast, or vice versa, this is the Incomparable Radio Theater, brought to you by MailRoute. Heavens, it's you. There was someone chasing me, and... Wait, what are you doing with that cigarette? Down these mean streets, a dame must go who is not herself mean. That dame is me. Doll tear sheet, private eyeful. Brought to you by Wilhelm Aluminum. Making a better future by making the future better. Aluminum, the Wilhelm way. And now, tonight's episode, Stiletto for a Heel. It was a crisp autumn evening in the Windy City, even though it was only the middle of June. As usual, I was in the loop down at Falstaff's. My guy was blowing the sacks. The bartender came by to refresh my drink. What do you think, doll? They're playing some new stuff tonight. Not so's you'd notice, Johnny. Yeah, yeah, says you. You get to hear it all the time. All I know is I'm digging what they're planting. That doesn't quite work, Johnny. Eh, worth a shot. Just then, a woman blew into the club like an ill wind. Or maybe a client. Probably both, knowing how these things go. Can I help you, miss? I'm looking for a doll tear sheet, private eye investigator. Down the bar, the one with all the red hair, bee-stung lips, you can't miss it. Are you doll tear sheet? That's what it says on the office door. Does it also say private eye? Because I'm being framed for murder. And that's how I got caught up in the DeBanche murder case. Who are you talking to? Her name was Sassy Lamour. Uh, that's, uh, that's Sassy. It's uh, French-ish. And she was a model in the house of DeManche, the highest of high fashion couturiers in town. No, he was a fashion designer. So you say you're being framed. Tell me what happened. Well, I was seeing Gene socially-like, as they say, but his ex-wife wasn't exactly thrilled, I don't think. And now that he's dead, the cops are looking at me like I done it. Why don't we go back a little further? I missed some exposition. I don't know what position his ex was in, but, you know... No, 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 I mean... All I know is I went over to Gene's place and there he was. A knife in his heart. And you swear you had nothing to do with it. Can you help me, Miss Tashi? So I made my way down to the crime scene, as you do. Presumably the police had it covered, but you never knew. Even the best detectives could miss a clue in the blink of an eye. Seriously, who's she talking to? Beats me, kid. What I knew of the murder came from the front page of the Sun Tribune. Jean-Richard de Manche had been found in the front hall of his apartment, stabbed to death. The reporter went on for another 15 paragraphs, but all that wasn't much good for anything but wrapping fish. I didn't have a key, but a good P.I. always has a lockpick on hand. In my case, it held my hair in place. When it wasn't opening doors for me. The lockpick, that is. There were still traces of the chalk outline. Ashes to dust and all that jazz. I bent over to get a better look at where he'd fallen. 
And then I saw it. A clue. Why, what have we here? Which I palmed before Captain Von Flanagan could see. I stood and turned and... What did you say? Captain, let me guess. You're on the case. Tear sheet. I should have known before you stood up. Why don't you leave this to the professionals? Go back to finishing school and get done up real nice. Thanks for the professional advice, Captain. Much obliged. As I paced the room, I kept my eyes open, looking at all the side tables. Who are you talking to? And hoping he wouldn't notice. I could haul you in for breaking and entering, you know. But you won't because you're a big old teddy bear at heart? No, I just don't want to bother with the paperwork. Besides, I might solve the case, and then where would you be? Don't call us, we won't call you. Now beat it, dollface. Oh, Captain, my friends call me doll. You think you're cute, don't you? <laughs> think nothing. I know it. Good night, Captain. Aside from a lonely matchstick in a room without ashtrays, the crime scene was a dead end, so to speak. What I needed now was information. That meant a trip to Joe the Angels and a couple of Jackson's worth of fins for Big Eddie. Hey there, doll baby. How's tricks? She's fine, and so am I. One ball, left corner. Wanna guess why I'm here? My winning smile. That's the icing on the cake, Eddie. Two ball, bang once, twice, right side pocket. Jean-Richard de Manche. What do you know? The meter's running, doll. Here's a five. Uh-uh. Come on. You know better. That one just gets you in the door. Fine. That makes ten. Much obliged, Miss Tearsheet. The House of Demanche was deep into the syndicate. Loan sharks? Bingo. When Rocco Baroque called, Jean Richard jumped. He needed the cash to hire more designers. More designers? I thought Demanche was it. Three and four. Right corner, five in the left corner. Fifteen. Bank in your side pocket. Oh, you know how to call it, doll. Keep talking. Demanche hasn't designed anything new in four, maybe five years. They put it out under his name, but he's got more than a few designers ready to spread their wings and make their names fly. Any one of whom makes a good suspect. His ex-wife's the top of the list there. Jessica St. Hutchinson. They say she's the brains behind the whole thing. Design, sales, the works. Figures. Not to mention his business partner. His partner? Who would that be? I didn't mention him. Six in the far right corner. Fine, 20, but I leave it on the table this time. Now shoot. Nicholas Dandy. Word on the street is he'd taken out a huge insurance policy on the company, not to mention a clause with an added payoff in the event of Demanche's untimely death. You don't say. If anyone asks, I didn't. That's all I got. You're an angel, Eddie. And a bargain. I had another whole Jackson in fives. You'll be back. You know it, sweetie. Seven ball, far corner pocket. Next table over. So there it was. A deck stacked with suspects. The ex-wife, the partner, who knows how many designers, and the big cheese, Rocco Rococo Baroque. And I couldn't ignore my client, Sassé Lamour. Because when's the last time a client told the whole truth and nothing but? Maybe the twelfth and never. But a knife to the ribs. That was too simple. It didn't seem like Baroque style. And then there was the matter of the matchstick. I took it out of my pocket, looked it over, 
It was deep red, and the top was burnt out. I was trying to think of places that had red matchsticks when... Is this the end of Doll Tear Sheet? No, only the end of Act One. Doll will be back after a word from our sponsors. Aluminum! 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 Friends, are you prepared for the future? Looking for the lightweight building material you need to survive and thrive in the next decade? The next century? Don't settle for lesser imported aluminium. Ask for the Made in America brand you trust. Wilhelm Aluminum. From fishing rods to automobiles, underwires to missile casings, children's toys to airplanes, Wilhelm Aluminum is the material of the future. Now, for the first time, you too can keep your food warm in the oven and cool in the freezer with our new Space Age Aluminum Sheets for the home. And ladies, they're quilted for your comfort. So, wrap your food in the future today! Another fine product from Wilhelm Aluminum, making a better future by making the future better. And now... The Fog. The Fog creeps in on little cat's feet. By day, millionaire playboy Simeon St. Clair leads a life of luxury, a devil-may-care existence most could only dream of. But by night, he writes what others put wrong, makes just the unjust, and clouds the minds of lesser men. For he is... The Fog. It does seem awfully random. If only they'd been using something like milk. Oh, I do hate it when they use characters to sell products like that. Here I thought it would be the adventures of... Why, that's the private line for... The Fog. The Fog creeps in. On little cat's feet, sir. Correct. How you doing, Mr. Fog? I'm pretty sure that's the fog comes on little cat's feet. To whom am I speaking? Bo Calabash, cab driver. Remember me? Are you have a crime to report to the fog? Nah, it's quiet out here tonight. Too quiet? Nah, just the right quiet. I was testing the doohickey to see if it worked. Ah, the communicator. Yeah, yeah, the doohickey. Great reception, crystal clear. Well, it is based on crystal lattice technology. What do you mean you were just testing the line? What if crime were happening elsewhere in the city and someone was trying to contact the fog? You're tying up the wire, Mr. Calabash. Man, if you had something like mail route on your doohickey, this would never have happened. What do you mean? Mail route. They're a trusted team in the field of messaging and email messaging. Imagine opening your mail and seeing only the legit messages you want and need to receive. MailRoute can make that happen. It's easy to set up, reliable, trusted by large universities and corporations. Heck, using them is simple and easy and saves you money. There's nothing to install, nothing to maintain. It just works. But this isn't mail. What, what are you talking about? Why, MailRoute supports LDAP and Active Directory, TLS, mailbagging, outbound relay, Everything you'd want from the people handling your mail. They even got a, what do you call it, the API for easy account management. Mailbagging? This sounds like another ploy by the mailman. Start a risk-free trial today. You don't even need a credit card. Just sign up, change your MX records, and your mailbox and hardware are completely protected. Complete protection? That sounds like a job for the fog. Whatever you
whatever you say, Chief. MailRoute. For a world without spam, viruses, or bounced emails, visit MailRoute.net slash Snell and receive 10% off for the lifetime of your account. Hey, Mr. Fogg, I got me a complete Carl Sandburg here, and I was right. It is the Fogg comes on little cat. Good night, Mo Calabash, wherever you are. listening to the Finley Quality Network. It's about time. So there I was, trying to wrap my head around the murder of Jean-Richard de Monch when... I stopped, dropped, and rolled, gun drawn just in case. The car had crashed hard into a newspaper stand like it was trying to get on the front page above the fold. The car stalled like a fourth grader putting off homework, so I made a run for it. But as I got close, nearly run down in the street. Couple of shots for good measure. That was more like Rococo Baroque. The thing I couldn't figure was, how would he have known I was on the case? How would any of the suspects have known? What do you have, ladies? Water. Gin fizz. Sorry, ma'am. This is a diner, not the store club. Ugh, fine. Angels on horseback with zeppelins and a fog on the side and a cup of molten joe. You got it. What? I used to work in a diner. I met with Sasse Lamour the next morning. What are you doing? To find out what else she might know. Someone tried to scare me off the case last night. Maybe even kill me. Oh my god. Did you survive? I let that pass. Pass what? You haven't talked with anyone about the case, have you? Oh, no. I mean, I told everybody back at the office I was hiring a P.I., but that's it. I let that pass, too. Hey, you wouldn't happen to have a light, would you? A what? A light, a match. Oh, no, sorry, I don't smoke. Neither do I. It looked like the question took her by surprise. Either that was a good sign, or she was a good actress. I'm not an actress, I'm a model. And hey, who are you talking to anyways? So I paid for my water and left her to the angels and the zeppelins, as you do. Hey, you forgot your change. I had two choices. I could head up to the Couture District, which was several trains away, or I could stick downtown, hop the L for a stop, and beard Rococo Baroque in his lair. One was more efficient, but infinitely more dangerous. I pride myself on efficiency. So I made a blue line to Il Scotti, That was the little Italian joint Baroque called home most days. It was only a few blocks, but step through the door and you were a world away. Hey, Molto Bunny! Coming right up, boss. Well, if it isn't my old... uh, What do you want I should call you, Tashit? Passing acquaintance, if you please. You got a mouth on you. Only my own. Thanks for noticing. To what do I owe thee? Distinct pleasure of your company this fine morning. Jean Richard de Monge. What about him? Know him? Know him, you mean? I do mean. You think I look good for that? I don't think you look good for anything. Oh, you wound me, Tashit. What did I ever do to you? Maybe you tried to run me down last night. Couple of shots to scare me off? Amateur hour. You know me better than that. Here you go, boss. 
Linguini with oysters. What about? Zeppelins in a fog. Correct. Thank you, Benny. Prego. The house of Demanche was into you for a whole lot of dough, right? How many figures am I holding up? Oh, Tashi, that's old news. That is a legitimate business investment. <laughs> I'm sure. Swear on my sated mother's grave. I like my women dressed to the nines. And Daimanchi, that's his specialty. He knows how to dress them to all the numbers. Even the negative ones. Knew how to dress them. Touché. So, how'd he end up dead? That's kind of your specialty, isn't it? Rumors and grievous insinuations. You've been listening to Captain Von F again, haven't you? Just saying. Look, I'm on the level with this one. Like a well-hung picture frame. I'm sure. Take it from me. The house of Dimanche ain't nothing without Jean Rashad. It's like an empty suit in a house named, what, Sunday? Yeah, it's Frenchish. Now, let us put this nastiness behind us. Why don't you join me for some, uh, breakfast? Thanks, but no thanks. A girl's got to live with herself. <laughs> Someday, Tashit. Some day. Hey, you got a light? For you, that I can do. Ain't you gonna use it? I don't smoke. From where I'm sitting, I'd say you're gravely mistaken. Most of the time, I wouldn't trust Baroque as far as I could throw him. Hey, I'm right here. But after talking with him, it didn't feel right. But if it ain't Baroque... Hey, Benny! You call these Zeppelins? Where's that chef of mine? On my way out, I picked up an ill Scotty matchbook. Just a check. All that red decor, I thought it was worth a shot. But no dice. Plain old kitchen matches. Nothing special. Apparently, there was going to be a show at the House of Demanche. Something about Jean Richard's last designs. It all seemed ghoulish to me, but business is business in this business. No one was looking at little old me, so I ducked into Jean Richard's office to see what I could see. No matchbooks, no ashtrays, no sketchbooks even. Not much of anything, really. His desk was more barren than Wrigley Field in November. Excuse me, may I help you? Daltershi, private eye. I'm looking into... Oh, yes, that. And you are? Jessica St. Hutchinson, the ex-wife. Of course. I'm sorry for your loss, yes? Thank you, yes. We parted amicably. We stayed in business, didn't we? You tell me. How much do you know? I know this office is surprisingly empty for a designer. Or an executive. Jean-Richard Demanche was... He was not a designer. He wasn't even Frenchish. Then who designed... You're looking at her. But why? Why not design under your own name? Jean was a showman. He was a people person. He was a he. Gotcha. Of course, that left only the question of whether she killed him or not. Excuse me? Maybe she'd tired of the figurehead getting all the glory. No, Miss Tearsheet. I did not kill Jean. What about your business partner? Nicholas? Him I could kill. Really? Oh, he had crazy ideas about expanding. He started recruiting investors, none of whom came through. Funny. I met one this morning who seems to think he came through, and big. Real big. Really? You may have heard of him. Goes by the name of Rocco Rococo Baroque. Oh, Lord. 
Cindy, could you send Mr. Dandy to my, I mean, to Jean's office, please? Right away, ma'am. What can you tell me about his insurance policy? Excuse me? I understand he'd taken out some insurance on Jean. Not exactly, Miss Tailsheet. Nicholas Dandy, is that a gun in your hand, or... No, I'm quite happy to see you. This kills two birds with one stone. <laughs> or one gun. Nicholas, what are you doing? I'm afraid Miss Tearsheet will discover your business dealings with the Syndicate. But you'll have shot her before she can tell anyone. Nicholas, no. Fortunately, she'll be able to shoot you before you can get away. Let me guess. Your insurance policy wasn't about Jean's death. It was about the fall of the House of Demanche. Very good, Miss Tearsheet. So that was you trying to run me down last night. Enough about me. Take out your gun very slowly and hand it over. Would you grant the condemned a final request? Depends. Do you have a light? Seriously? But of course. I'm not an animal. Don't you have a cigarette? I don't smoke. Then what did you... Those are lovely. Where'd you pick up that matchbox? The red bicycle. It's a club down by the river. Ow, ow, ow. Uh, uh, All right. You've had your jollies. Now give me your gun. Hey, doll, are you in here? I don't think I've ever been happier to see a client. We can hear you, you know. (sighs) Stay right there. That's fine, Dandy. Oh, hey there, doll. How's it going? After Von Flanagan took Dandy away, I nipped back to the club for some quiet time with my guy before showtime. Is that what he's been up to all afternoon? Hey, Johnny. The usual? Line him up. I'll knock him down. I'm buying the first round. Give me a rusty nail, Johnny. Coming right up. Rusty nail. What's the name again? Why, Captain Von Flanagan. That's right neighborly of you. Don't mention it. Seriously. The matchstick cinched it, so thanks. The thing I don't get is... Didn't Dandy think about how his one big investor would have reacted when it all came out? Rococo Baroque is not the most patient of men. Ah, well. C'est la vie. What's that now? That's Frenchish for them's the breaks. Man, oh man, what's with Guy? It's like he's lost his touch. Not at all, Johnny. Not at all. That quiet time might not have been all that quiet. What? What does that mean? What does she mean? That's all for this episode of Doll Tear Sheet Private Eyeful. Brought to you by Wilhelm Aluminum. Making today's tomorrow, yesterday, and beyond. It's just Drambuian scotch. It's not that hard. Stir gently so you don't bruise the ice. Oh, oh yes, you, you can bruise. Oh, oh! The incomparable radio theater starred Monty Ashley, Serenity Caldwell, Erica Inside, John Moltz, Andy Anotko, Dan Morin, Amy Ratchford, and I'm your announcer, Philip Michaels. Keep stirring you. You want a good frost on the side of the glass? It was written by David J. Lohr, directed by Serenity Caldwell, produced and edited by Jason Snell, and featured music by Christopher Breen. All right, twist of lemon and all is right with the world for now.